player 2 has joined the game. Hey yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to episode 297 of the Two Player Co-op Podcast. As always, I'm one of your hosts here, Kevin, along with my virtual brother from my mother's show one. How are we doing? Good, Max. How are you doing? you should have been here for the pre-show if this is the first time you're ever seeing hearing or listening to us this is the two-player co-op podcast we're just about every week two brothers get together to tell you everything you need to know about in the world of video games if you like that make sure to like the video subscribe share it with your friends family and everyone in btwix if you really like us you can go to patreon.com slash two-player co-op where you can get the following benefits and all of these stack I'm spitting as I talk. I'm very sorry. Uh, for a dollar, you become a booster. We get the podcast live on YouTube one day early than the public gets it. $3 makes you a sponsor where you get a bonus episode of the podcast every month. $5 makes you a producer where you can watch us record the podcast live on YouTube, even when we are remote. $10 makes you an affiliate where you get access to the monthly Q&A episode. And $20 makes you a partner where you get to choose the bonus episode topic and record with us if you so choose. Some of our patrons deserve a shout out. Just like our affiliates, James Solar, make sure you check out James Games and more on YouTube. He started posting again. Good for him. Sarah Solar, John Tingley, Derek Bamford, and Mom. Inside joke. Uh, I like inside jokes. I'd like to be part of one once some someday. Uh, our producers, Steve Appleton, Aunt Sue, Dustin Downs, and Chris Peralta. Also, make sure you check out PS Rewind on YouTube. If you like cool t-shirts and the like, you can go to teespring.com slash stores slash two-player co-op. Sean. Yes. You, you said you had some witty banner. What do you got? Um, so... My my wife. wife is out of town for the week. Um, she's in Sweden. Hergi uh, dergi schmergi. Shout out to all my Swedish brethren. We um, have a lot. We have, we have a lot of fans over there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I've been taking the time once the kiddos are down. Been taking the time to get caught up on some stuff. So over the last couple of days, I watched Jurassic World Dominion. Oh, how was it? And Thor Love and Thunder. Hmm. We'll start with Jurassic World. Okay. Um I think it's better than Fallen Kingdom. It's honestly probably the third best. And it's not saying a whole lot, right? But like, it's it's one world, and then probably I don't know everything else. But I think Dominion is probably at the top of those. But it's just it's really just not good. Um, <sighs> the like I think the um, not the story, but like the the premise I guess behind it is pretty good. I think just the execution was not very good. Um, I won't spoil anything, but like, there's just some just, just stupid parts. Like, 
Um, there was one part where, again, I'm not going to spoil anything too big, but I've just got to call these couple parts out. There's one part where there's something <clears throat> that's on fire, I will say, and somebody gets like a, a stick or a spear or something with the thing that's on fire on it, and the dinosaur is like, bah! and he goes, Whew! and he throws it like a javelin into its throat, and it's like, and it like breathes fire like what the frick are you serious and i'm like i'm like okay you just threw fire into his mouth but it's not like it's something that would have he doesn't have gasoline or kerosene in his freaking throat yeah it was just it's so stupid then there's another part where somebody's trying to like land they're in a helicopter not a helicopter but a some kind of futuristic helicopter looking thing. I don't know. Um, and they're trying to land. And I think they're on a radio with somebody and somebody's like, Whoa, 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 don't land here. Don't land here. And she, the, the helicopter pilots like, why? Whoa. And all of a sudden, like there's a giant, like brontosaurus or brachiosaurus or some kind of underneath her. I'm yeah. like, you didn't see the thing like like she was just coming down like she's about to land and the guy's like don't land there and then all of a sudden whoa my god there's a die it's just so stupid um there was a couple parts that i thought were cool like callbacks um or homages maybe that i appreciated um the main villain in the movie I won't spoil it, but I'm like, oh, okay. Unless we already knew it, but it seemed like it was new to me. But I don't, maybe it was something that was in Fallen Kingdom too. And I've. Were you like Leo? Were you like. Yes. Okay. Um, so that was, that was at least, that was something. Um, but then there were also some other parts that I'm like, I don't know if this was meant to be a callback or just. Like just bad writing lazy writing yeah and there's another part again i won't really spoil too much where there's like these two dinosaurs are fighting but then this third dinosaur shows up and they're all dinosaurs but it might as well have been these two dinosaurs been like all right man let's go and they like both team up to fight the other dinosaur i'm like they wouldn't do that like they they might all just like fight each other, but these two aren't going to be like, yeah, bro, come on, let's get him. And then like team up. It's just, it was just very weird. And like, I was falling asleep. So I had to stop and I finished it the next day. Um, and it's not like it was boring. It was like, just bad. Stuff happens. Yeah. It was just so <clears throat> bad. I don't know. It's like, I've never seen a movie that was so bad that it put me to like, I've watched boring movies. This wasn't necessarily boring. It was just dumb. It was really bad. And as I'm talking about, it, I'm like, I don't know. Was it better than Fallen Kingdom? Um, I think Fallen I Kingdom really, gets a bad rap to me. I'm not saying it's a good movie. I'm not saying it's a good movie, but I think it's easily better than Lost World and Three. Not even close. Yeah. Um, the other thing that seems weird is you know obviously we know about the cameos and stuff but if somehow people don't i won't explicitly mention it 
but like Chris Pratt, oh, my cat just pooped and it smells so bad. <laughs> um, Chris Pratt, I feel like, oh, I will say this was the extended edition or whatever. It's whatever's on okay. Peacock. Yeah. And so I don't know how much, this was like a two hour and it was over two hours. It was pretty long. And so I don't know how much of it was specific to the extended edition or whatever they call it that wasn't in the theatrical. I have no idea because I never saw the theatrical. Um, Chris Pratt almost seems like a, I don't want to say like a minor character, but like, I feel like he's just not really in it really that much. Like I would be, I, I would be shocked if he was on screen for more than like, 30 minutes of the movie i don't know it's just and maybe i don't know maybe when i was falling asleep maybe that messed with my mind or something but it just seems like he wasn't really in it a whole lot like he was there and he plays kind of a you know a pivotal role but i don't know looking back i'm like i feel like i don't remember anything chris pratt even like said in the movie it's just very weird um not good i would say it's it it was as bad as people made it out to be. So, so last night, wait, yeah, wait, what? wait, wait. Okay. Yeah. So the original characters, I don't care about spoiling anything because if anyone wanted to actually see this movie, they've seen it. Was it just like token stuff or did it make sense that they were there? Were they any good? Also, are you trying to say earlier that they basically pulled a Batman versus Superman with these two dinosaurs fighting the Gigantosaurus, is I assume what you mean? That's not what it was, but it just, it was two dinosaurs that were, I don't know, I don't really want to spoil anything, but like, it was just, I think you should watch it just, just because. No, I'm, I'm going to, yeah. But uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, Derek says Fallen Kingdom is like two different genres together. This almost felt like hmm. like there were dinosaurs and all the familiar faces and all that, but it just did not feel like a Jurassic Park movie. It felt like it was trying to be like a horror movie. Yeah. But it wasn't scary, but Good. it had like... <laughs> several like horror movie tropes in it i don't know it was just very it was just odd i don't know like it really was just bad i don't know how else to say it but like the plot not the plot but like the overall premise like here's why this movie is happening kind of makes sense and i feel like you could have made a good movie out of it but there was just so much weird stuff um the cameos were I almost I think they might be in it more than like Chris Pratt. Like they're a, a very big part of it. Um for better or for worse. Hey John, sorry, I was messing with my uh display settings. Sorry. Um Okay. So I watched Thor last night. I will say this I think got a bit too it was not as bad as people made it out to be. Okay. It's probably the since end game, it's probably the <clears throat> third or fourth best MCU movie that I've seen. 
And so, I mean, it's behind Far From Home. It's behind No Way Home. It might be number three. I don't know. Maybe, maybe Doctor Strange was better. I don't know. But like, it wasn't terrible. It was definitely better than the first two Thors and definitely not as good as Ragnarok. Right. It was just, again, everything you've heard, all of the complaints about it are spot on. I just don't think it's as bad as people made it out to be. But like, it is just Taika... It, it reminded me of when Chris says you're crazy. Thor was trash. It was, it reminded me of when Kira and Kevin, you can probably appreciate it. You've, you have four kids. It That's kind great. of reminds me of when Kira, my oldest does something genuinely funny and I laugh at it. And then she just keep proceeds to just do the same thing yes over and over and over again until it's just not funny anymore and you're just like and you're Stop. like shut up yeah and i feel like that's what this is like i think tyken nailed it with ragnarok it was awesome and then he's like oh people like that well let me no oh my god you know what it is ragnarok is michael scott oh. love and thunder is date mike once he real and all of a sudden he like changed and tried to be so, like it was just Taika just to the max like way over the top I don't know um, it wasn't all bad but it it wasn't it wasn't great um, I will say again I won't spoil anything I don't even but care. I was <laughs> I was pretty wrong about something that I assumed in this movie. And what it meant for the future, I'll say that. Um, yeah, Christian Bale was good, but he was in it for like what five minutes? No, I mean he was in it for probably 15, 20 minutes of you know screen time okay. in a two-hour movie. But it just seems weird. It was just like he shows up, and he's basically like, "Hey, I'm the bad guy," and then, "Oh, you beat me. I'm dead." Bye. Like. <laughs> There was no, like, I just feel, I know a lot of movies introduce a new character to be, hey, here's the bad guy. But usually they're like, and here's why this is important. He just kind of shows up and then, spoiler alert, Thor wins and then he's gone. Like, there was no, it wasn't tied to anything. It just didn't. This is the whole, this is this whole phase of the stupid MCU. I just don't understand what they're doing. they just needed a bad guy. They probably looked in the comics book, comic like, books. Ooh, found Thor the God Butcher. Cool. Like, let's get that. Guy. Let's go with that. Um, so I do think Christian Bale was good, but personally, I just couldn't get over the fact. Like, I love Christian Bale, but as I'm watching this movie, all I could think of is <laughs> Thor's Christian Bale. Christian Bale either has no idea what he's doing, and it's just taking a paycheck but he's still going to give it his all he was taking a paycheck yeah it just does not seem like the kind of role that he would take and i gotta imagine he in his head the whole time it's just like what am i like i'm gonna i'm gonna go all out for this but dude what am i doing here what he said it just no dude he said in the press junkets and stuff that he did not know what the mcu was when he took this role and i'm like bruh you were batman how do you not know what the MCU is? Are you serious right, right now? Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. They let Taika off the leash. It, it's, it's like if, 
it's kind of like what happened with Kojima with MGS4, I would assume. I mean, you've played MGS4. I haven't seen this movie, but like MGS4, there were parts of it I loved. But it was just Kojima like, just freaking go nuts, dude. Just go do whatever you want bring back every character people are getting married and they're like they're dancing and they're doing mr and mrs smith and all this and it's fine and then there's the cool microwave thing but then it's also overshadowed by these weird female soldiers and like i i don't know man it's i I feel like it's the mgs4 of mcu movies but i haven't seen it so i could be wrong but it just reminds me of that that like taika is clearly insane yeah. When you channel that insanity, you get Ragnarok. When you don't channel it, you get this. Is what I is what's been my impression without having seen it. So I don't know. I, I will watch I it. Think, it's on I think Disney that's, Plus. That's fair. Yeah. No, it's and you should watch like it has its yeah. moment. Like there was never a part where I was like, oh my God. And there was never a part where I was like laughing. It was just fine. Fine. Like, yeah, it was fine. Um, great soundtrack. I'll give it that. Oh, also kind of spoilery, but not really. Are the Guardians even in it? That's what I was going to say. Okay. That is a cameo. They're mm-hmm. in it for the first five, ten minutes, and I remember the whole time thinking, "All right, when are they going to come back?" No, they're done. They're they're not there very long, so don't don't get too hopeful. Don't get too attached to them. That's so. I annoying. thought it was basically a as Guardians of the Galaxy movie. You That's see what it was almost everything as? they do. Yeah, you see almost everything they do in the trailer. I was thinking for sure they would come back, and they just didn't. Spoiler so, alert. Yeah, to Derek's point, Phantom Pain was the same way. He took so long, they didn't have an ending for it. Well, <laughs> it's all... Nobody really knows, but I'm pretty sure, based on Kojima and based on the name of the game, I'm pretty sure the way the game came out is the way he wanted it to be for better or worse. I do think as much as it was the best playing Metal Gear game ever, the story, although I love the twist, and if y'all don't know it, I'm not going to say it. I like the twist. It makes Metal Gear 1 and Metal Gear 2 make sense. But the rest of the story was just not there. And it's not like even if 51 was in there, if, if Mission 51 was in there, it wouldn't have been like you know palatable like it it's i think he set it up the way he did for a reason it's called the phantom pain for a reason i just i was more hyped for that game than any game i've ever played in my entire life i really thought it was going to be the missing link which i got i mean you could say technically it is the missing link but the it's a missing link with a whole bunch of other questions but um I don't know. It's I love Metal Gear first and foremost for the story. And I thought that was the weakest part of five, even though I did like the ending. Although you had to play the same mission twice at the beginning and the end, which was really, really, really weird. Um, I thought that they could have done that in a better way. But when you see N13, I was like, oh, my God, it's happening. And he's putting it in an MSX. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's happening. And my dog's barking. And I don't mean my feet. Um, I mean my actual dog. 
Uh, a couple more things. One other thing I wanted to mention, and this may be, this may very well be like comic book accurate. I don't know. Um, oh, there was something else in the movie that made me think that, and I don't remember what it was, but anyways. Metal Gear? One thing in this movie that I just was like, it was just full on face palm. Uh, oh, I remember what it is. Um, Mjolnir to some extent, but definitely Stormbreaker in this movie are like... They're like anthropomorphic or whatever? Yes. Like, he talks to them and like, he kind of is like, I don't know, wanting to use Mjolnir again and like Stormbreaker is like acting like gel i don't know it's just so stupid and over the top um the other well i don't want to spoil it there's something in this movie why stormbreaker this is what i was thinking about about being comic book accurate there's a plot point in this movie about stormbreaker being like a key to something and having a purpose but i'm watching it and i'm like stormbreaker didn't exist until you know in our world what a few years ago in endgame or not endgame infinity war and this it's like and i guess you could explain it as like a prophecy or something but they find like i don't even remember what it was because i think i was oh i also finished (laughs) you were the second day because i was falling asleep the first night um they find some kind of like not literally cave paintings but basically cave paintings some kind of like prophecy type thing where it's like showing stormbreaker i'm like like god of war i guess i guess maybe that's exactly yeah and maybe that is the explanation it was just some kind of like prophecy because it's all you know mythology and whatever but i'm like how is stormbreaker (laughs) the key to this thing if stormbreaker didn't even exist until Groot decided to like give his arm to be a handle for this thing like I don't know. It's just, it's very odd. I think it's worth a while. Like, it was better than Dominion. I mean, apples and oranges, but like, I definitely enjoyed it more than Dominion, but it was also just, it was just very weird. I will leave it at that. All I know is... Oh, and also, getting caught up on chat finally. James, yes, I saw Jojo Rabbit. I think that was phenomenal. I've never seen it, but it's supposed to be good. But also, John said, I thought you were going to say Thor wanted to get romantic with Mjolnir and Stormbreaker. (laughs) I would love to know where those never mind. Where are those things no, I would not like to know. Go. Yeah. Um, oh my God. Uh, any other witty banter about anthropomorphic weapons? Uh no. I think we covered it. My only witty banter is that I'm just I've been sick for two days. I'm just so freaking tired, exhausted. The wife was gone with my baby girl over the weekend in Chicago. And I was like, okay, she's home now. I'm going to sleep. I didn't sleep at all last night, but I didn't sleep because I was sick. I just, I haven't thrown up, but I feel just queasy and nauseated, not nauseous, right? Nauseated. I think they're both fine. I think that's a whole bunch of mom says you can't say nauseous. I'm going to look it up right now. Okay. I felt nauseated slash nauseous. But I nauseous. have not adjective okay. affected with nausea, inclined to vomit. 
Okay. I, I have been I inclined. Any, I don't see anything on here saying nauseous isn't really a word. It's nauseated. Okay. So no, I, I know it's a word, but yeah. Um, she I would say, well, just... the, the AP style dictionary thing, whatever. Yeah. I've just been, I, I've just felt like crap for two days now. And I'm just, I'm so tired. So I am pushing through this. Part of me wanted to say, let's do it tomorrow, but I, I, I didn't want to do that. I see you've got your, uh, your heating up uh, coffee mug thing. Um, by the way, text me a link for that because Jess might want that for Christmas or birthday and she'll never watch oh, yeah. this. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm just exhausted, but I'm going to power through um, and I have no other witty banter. So, Sean, do you want to get to what we've been playing? I do. All right. Did you beat it? Uh, I beat it. You did? Awesome. Um, I did. I'm in the middle of... Are you going to get the platinum? Now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I Yeah, I decided... Ha- not halfway through. I decided pretty early on. I'm like, I'm just going to play this with a guide. Like, I feel I like I'm not game. finding any collectibles. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, if I'm just depending on myself to just stumble across all these... Yeah. I'm like, I'm basically going to have to go through and play the game twice. Because even though I can choose the chapters, I'm going to have to replay every single chapter and just follow the guide then. And I'm like, I've played the game before, so I don't have a problem just playing through it with a guide for the collectible. So I did that pretty early on. So I only had a few things from way in the beginning that I had to go back and get again. Um, Yeah, I beat it. Now, I know this is a... What? Um nine ten year old game technically nine Nine. yeah um but i'm sure there are people who have not played it on ps3 or ps4 and maybe you're just playing now so i will try to stay away from spoilers that being said having not played this game so i only played the game once and it was right when i got my ps4 so 2015 i think or no it was 2015 yeah yeah, 15. Um, and somehow nothing, either nothing was spoiled for me or it was spoiled and I had totally forgotten about it by the time I played the game. That being said, I didn't really know what I was getting myself into, but I knew that I liked it. Now, and it's probably just due mainly to you know, changes in my own life and having you know two kids since then, it hit me way harder, just the game as a whole, not just that part, but like the whole thing. That part at the beginning or this, that part at the end? Or both. both? Okay. This game and this exact, I mean, if you don't want to pay $70 for this game, if you don't think it's worth it, I get it. I'm not going to argue it. But this is the definitive, this is the way to play it. Um, just like when Ocarina came out on the 3DS, I think that's the best version of that game. Yep. Um, this is the best version of this game. I don't know where I put it in my top 50, top 10, top 20, top 100, top 75, whatever we've done. This, I think, is in my top 10 somewhere, and I don't think I had it there before. Um, I think the gameplay is good to great it's not like anything earth shattering but it's fun it works it's very good whatever 
but the story is just like I know you say that what Metal Gear Solid 3 and Uncharted 4 and what God of War maybe are like the best stories ever told in a video game. I mean, for me, it's probably Final Fantasy 7, probably Final Fantasy 10. But those are both all like fantastical, whatever. This is just, I know this is not. But it is. I wouldn't wouldn't put it. No, I know. It is. Like, I wouldn't put it completely out of the realm of possibility. But it's, yeah, it's pretty grounded, at least compared to, you know, Final Fantasy and stuff. And I think it's just such an awesome story. And also having gone through and played part two since I played part one and knowing kind of how everything ultimately plays out. This is one of the best just video game, video games period and video game mainly due to its story. I I think I've ever played. Um, And I think it really, I know you think what you think about part two, but like, and I love Joel, but we, and I'm not saying I wouldn't have done the same thing because I probably would have certainly if it was actually my daughter and probably if it was a person that I had gotten so attached to, I probably would have made the same decision at the end. But like, that's not, that sucks. Like, I get why he did what he did, but man, like I felt very conflicted at the end. And I think that's, that's the idea. I think you're supposed to, but I remember the first time I played it just being like, yeah, a boy, Joel. And this time I was like, Ooh, man, I, I don't know. It just, it really got to me this time around. Yeah, because then you think about how, oh, this this one chick is really nice and she likes dogs and she pets dogs and then Ellie has to kill dogs and Ellie kills a pregnant woman, even though the pregnant woman should should have never been out there in a combat situation trying to kill Ellie. So you're like, oh, man, I feel weird about this ending. (laughs) We're not doing that tonight. (laughs) I know, but... So there, there's nothing from part two in this. Like they didn't add anything, I assume, right? I assume I would have seen that. Okay, okay. No, I, I, I still say, so like I go all the way back to Colin and Greg when they were still at IGN. We're like, man, I feel like Joel's the bad guy. And Neil Druckmann said, he's he's not the bad guy. That That is never what we intended. Like it's... <sighs> I have never, like, I played through it once. No, so. I, I wouldn't say he is a bad guy. No, I know. But but I'm telling, and, and that's what I think 2 tells us is there's, I know both sizing is, you know, how dare you in today's world, but, like, there's multiple sides to everything. And I think that's what 2 teaches us. And when you go back and play 1, I'm not even saying because of what we find out in two, but just you really think about the bigger picture and you're like, uh, just was that the right move? I mean, it probably wasn't. I get why he did what he did. And I'm not saying I wouldn't have done that, but that's probably not the right. But don't, but don't we find out that there was like, there was no, not even close to a guarantee by John. There was no even close to a guarantee that they would have had a cure. I mean, we don't, we don't know. We'll never know. 
I'm pretty sure we heard that too, but I don't know for sure. Whatever. Uh, maybe. You, you can get revenge by like, boom, I kill you. Or you can get revenge by, you know, capping somebody in the freaking knee with a shotgun and then beating them to. I said we weren't going to put an eye for an eye. No, that's not an eye for an eye. Well, he, I mean, he, he shot dude. End. No, he shot dude. And he went, boom, you're dead. Boom, done. Okay. She's like, well, boom, and then on my playthrough, I went, <laughs> I went a little over the top in my playthrough. Good. Because they all just stand there. I took out my flamethrower and just, <laughs> that was pretty fun. Well, that's like um, when I get to the boss fight against a certain main character, I was like, kill me. Just kill me. Boom. Five times in a row. Just kill me. I want to see how many times I can die because I hate this stupid character. Whatever. <laughs> um, I didn't get to play it a lot this week because it's just, like I said, Jess was out of town. I feel like crap. Um, but I texted Sean a few days ago and I was like, I played it for like an hour. Uh, I got to the, the first bloater fight and I was like, I had forgotten how freaking good this game is like it is one of the best stories ever told in a game period and that's that's it yeah. that's just just hard stop i don't see how anyone can argue against that and even it's not even just like the actual story of the game it's when you're playing through the world and you're looking around and especially now with the, the with the remake i'm like by the way <laughs> Have you ever thought about this? I don't think I texted you this. Why are all these buildings falling down and shit? Like, it's just clickers running around that are zombies. Like, why are they knocking buildings down and all this crap? That, that was one thing I thought about, but that's like, I got to get out of my head and whatever. I think it's just the, I mean, this is what decades have passed, like 20 years or something. Thank you. I Derek. think it's just the crumbling. I think it's more of like there's, a there's no people left to maintain anything. And imagine yeah. if there's ever like an earthquake, like anything, like then it's that's over. it. Nothing's ever getting fixed. And you know, well, yeah. with all the flooding and crap lately, but that's why everything's underwater. And yeah. there's nothing like I think just if anything bad happens, it's just bad forever because there's no people left to fix what happened and it just adds up over time, well, I guess. That that's what I think. Like when I go out in the backyard and I let the dogs out to pee, and I'm looking at all these weeds and stuff in my flower beds, and I'm like, "Oh, okay, yeah, I could see how this could get just completely just <laughs> engulf my entire house." If well, the other thing that was just throughout the whole game, I was just in awe. First of all, I know when this was out on PS3. <laughs> it looked nothing like this, but just the fact that this game exists on a PS3, I think is pretty unbelievable. But just the fact that like people that make video games in general, like my hat's off to you. I don't know how anybody can do that, but I feel like it's a lot easier to make a city or a building than this, like a crumbling falling, like, just when you go into like the hotels and the dorms and all these things. And it's like, you don't just have to make what you've seen in the past. Just, Oh, I remember what dorms look like, put it in a game. Like you have to, you almost have to start there and then be like, okay, what could have theoretically happened and where could there be things falling apart? And what would this look like if it was like, how, like just the fact physically, the fact that they could 
program this and make this game, but just how do you like come up with this idea in your head of what the world would look Dude, like? Dude, no, I no, like, I know. Just like it, it blows my mind. Like I wouldn't even think like if I was making this game and I was like, okay, these these clickers have taken over the world and all this because there's this fungus and everything, whatever. I would be like, okay, yeah, I can put like weeds on the buildings and stuff, but I would never be like, well, buildings had fallen over. Like I wouldn't even think to do that. You know what I mean? Like there, there's so many little touches and especially because this is 20 plus years, I think after the opening to the game, I think something like that. Yeah. <sighs> And then Joel's walking around with his broken watch. I'm just like, ah, it's man. So yeah, I had the ending spoiled for me when they did the trailer for the PS4 version at E3 2014. I already knew what the ending was. Kinda I, like I knew the, the gist of it. You know what I mean? Um, right. So I was like, well, okay. So I know how this is going to end and that's awesome. But like, Again, I, I feel like if I wouldn't have had either of those two things spoiled for me, I would be playing through this game right now and saying this is the best game ever made. It's way up there for me. Like I don't think I've given it the appropriate credit that it deserved. But I mean, it's well, because just, it didn't. I, it's like, unbelievable. No, and I know it, it's like it's it. It depends who you talk to, what you think about the PS3 version or the PS4 version. Like I was telling James but before Last of Us Part 2 came out, I tried to go back and play The Last of Us on PS4. It did not hold up. There was something about it. It just felt clunky. It didn't work. It looked beautiful and mm -hmm. everything. Now this looks even more beautiful. The story's the same, but it does play better. I mean, Joel can't go prone. I get that. He's a big dude, whatever. They would have to change the, you know, the, the level layout and everything to give you all the stuff you could do in last of us part two i get that so i think that the gameplay in last of us part two is a little bit better the story in this one is just to me all jokes aside i think it's so much better than the second one i, I think this is again it's i i would probably say top two stories ever told I, I i don't even put uncharted 4 up there it's more the ending for uncharted 4 so for me actually yeah this is the second best story ever told in the game that I've played it's Metal Gear Solid three and it's this. Yeah, no, I agree. Oh, that being so, said, Metal Gear Solid three is number one. Thank you. Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe not that. Um, is my ear red? No, not anymore. I don't think it's going to happen. Well, I don't know. It might happen. I am tempted now. Oh god. To go back and play through two again. I don't I don't hate the game. I, I definitely like it, but it definitely You like it gets... way more than I do. Oh yeah. It's just so but, it's just so like it all jokes aside, it's way too long. It is way it's very way too long. long. Like I feel like by the time you get to that yeah. part, you're like, oh you're my like, god. What? I gotta it do feels all this like again. you've already played through a whole game. Yes. In hindsight, you probably really had. That was probably that would have been probably a relatively short game. So it was eight to nine the hours. That, I would say. Yeah, but I mean that's not unreasonable. But by the end, like once you get to the end of what I would call the second part, that seems like that should be the end of the game. And, and then, then there's just and then there's a lot more. 
I think that third act, how I would call it, I'm not saying it didn't need to be there, but it didn't need to be as long as it was. I think it gets drawn out a little bit too much. I think it made no sense from a narrative perspective. Why would you leave what you have and go do that? Why would Tommy say what he said to her to go do that? And even if he did say it, why would you go do it? It doesn't make any sense. Now, the one thing I will say, the actual level of that was awesome. The the playground and everything, it was awesome because you got the dudes chained up and stuff. And you could do that. Like it was so, but then you get to the end fight. And I'm like, what, what the hell was the point of this? There, there's no right. point. So I guess we're putting it on trial right here. There, there was no point to that final boss fight at all. I was like, why? You came all this way to do nothing. Nothing. You you lost everything. You lost your finger. You're trying to play the guitar like this now. Like, <sighs> yeah. But Last of Us Part 1 is awesome. And I do think we're getting Last of Us Part 3. I wouldn't be surprised, yeah. I don't think we should. I don't think we needed well, part I mean, that, two. That's another matter. But. Well, yeah, but I think I, and I don't even know. It's probably going to be a freaking buddy cop thing and I'm going to kill myself. But do you play anything else this week, Sean? I think there's like a helicopter landing on my house right now. Well, that could be trouble. That was very loud. Um, I didn't hear it. So I mean, that's cool. Other than Fortnite. <laughs> no. Oh, Yeah. James, I said I would mention it. I had fun playing Fortnite. So I definitely had, had fun. Yeah. Oh my God. It was so much fun. I had no idea what the hell I was doing. So it was me, Sean, James, and Chris. And we had so much fun playing this stupid game. I don't know what the hell I was doing. I, I was like, I, I don't even know. I was like, I, I think I got two kills in four rounds. Um, but it uh it was so much fun without having to worry about building. I will say, Oh my God, it was, it's just fun when you're playing with friends. That's definitely the way to play it. Yeah. Yeah. I hate the building aspect of it. I just, I don't know, but no, it was definitely fun. I would do it again. Chris got a Kamehameha or whatever it's called. Kamehameha to, to win it. We, we won our first three rounds, right? And then we lost the fourth and I was tired. And then we lost. Yeah. But um, I do see how Fortnite's fun. I had a lot of fun with it. But you have to play this with friends. I would never, I I would not want to play it by myself. That's not fun. Playing with you and James and Chris, that that was fun. And all of us being in a party and just (laughs) the two of us. Sean and I are like Jim Halpert. Jim Halperting it. <laughs> yeah, we're we're just jumping in the corner, throwing grenades in ourselves and everything. Um, but yeah, it was it was a blast. And yeah, we got to keep doing these little uh not even community nights because you can't get that many people in there, but the these these meetups and stuff to play random multiplayer games. Um not that Fortnite's random, you know what I mean. Um right, yeah. But yeah, it was a blast. I'm glad we got to do it. And yes, James, it was fun. I had fun with Fortnite. I hope you're happy. Sean. Yes. You want to get into a busy news week? 
Let's do it. All right, Sean. So this was a big week when it comes to presentations, showcases, whatever. We did not get a showcase from Sony, but we'll talk about that here in a minute. Uh, The first thing I want to talk about is the Nintendo Direct. So we're going to go through this in order. There's some things I did not put on here because I just there there's some things that I just couldn't even bear to talk about. Um, I feel like people either loved this direct or they hated it. And I feel like I'm kind of in the middle. I don't know about you. I didn't hate it. I just I just don't care. Like it was just nothing to me. Yeah. For me, it was too when Tuesday. It was Tuesday. I was going to put that as the, the thumbnail for this, but like, I don't know that I can get a good enough image of Raul Julia, but um, all right. So let's go through this in order. And again, I didn't get everything, but there was like 75 games talked about in this. So I got what I could. The first game shown was fire emblem engage. It's out January 20th, 2023. The one thing I will say about this fire emblem is not for me, but at least it's not a dynasty warriors kind of game. Yeah, I just, I I don't know. I literally, I mean, I'm looking down this list and I can't remember what was what that I saw. It all just blended together. Like we were saying the Discord earlier. I feel like everything was some kind of farming sim slash Animal Crossing knockoff. Yeah. Or... It was, yeah, a JRPG with identical graphics and animation style and all the same, like, 2D pictures of the characters with their little text Sing, box like, down at the hey, bottom. Like, I am going to fight you. And then they're like, no, oh, I will fight you. It was just, yeah. I don't know. I literally, I don't remember what was what. It all just blended together for me. No, I get it. Um, so neither of us care about this. It takes two is out November 4th. Honestly, I thought this was already out on switch. Um, I kind of would have assumed it was, but I had never really thought about it, I guess. Uh, fatal frame mask of the lunar eclipse is out early 2023. This is a remake of the Wii game. Tunic is out September 27th, which I'm pretty sure is the same day. It comes out to PlayStation. Are you going to play this? Are you still out? I'll probably check it out. I'm not like, can't wait for that game to come out so I can get a platinum, but like, I'll check it out. And I don't know, but I mean, I don't feel, I don't know. It, it, wait, do we know? Is it PS plus or we don't know? I don't know. It's, no, it's going to be. Yeah. Then I don't know. I may wait. It seems like it will be a PS plus game at some point. So I'm not in any huge rush. I do want to play it, but I don't know if I'm going to like it. Certainly not enough to what is well, it, 20 bucks, I assume. Yeah, 2025, 20, I'm sure. But like to me, like I played Death's Door for an hour and then I just fell off it because I was trying to just hit people with a freaking umbrella and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But like it just, it, I wanted it to be top down Zelda with a fox and it was way more soulsish than i thought it would be so because of that i was like i i just don't like this i mean you you can adjust the difficulty you can give yourself god mode whatever for fights but like it 
I've been following this game for like four or five years now, whenever it was first announced. And when I finally played it, I was yeah. like, yeah, this is not, this is not what I thought it was going to be. So yeah. The Front Mission remake is out in November. Front Mission 2 remake is out next year. And Front Mission 3 is coming in the future. Octopath Traveler 2 is out February 24th. I will say this shocked me because it feels like that game just came out. Um, Yeah. The art style in this game still to me, and I know they did triangle strategy, whatever. It is one of the pretty, it's... I, I don't I, I still don't know how they did it. It is so beautiful that it just blows my mind. But I cannot do turn-based games. So I'm not gonna play it, but it it's coming out February 24th. It's also coming to PS4, PS5, and PC. No Xbox announcement yet, as we're recording this. Um I saw Schreier say that he was really happy about it but he said he hopes they fix the issues with the first game, but he didn't say anything about what those issues were. So I don't know, but. I liked the first one, but it wasn't, I don't think I ever actually beat it, but I got probably pretty close to the end. This being PS4, PS5, not just switch makes me much more likely to play the sequel than I would have been if it was just on switch, but I don't know. We'll see. There's gonna be a lot to play beginning yeah. of next year. So yep. We'll get to that at the uh end of this segment. Uh Faye Farm, Faye, Faye, uh, is coming out spring 2023. This was the first of the farming simulator things that was shown. Again, a lot of these games look the same. Theater rhythm, final bar line got a trailer and it's coming out soon or something. The only reason that I even put this in here was because I was watching a video from the completionist, uh, Gerard, uh, where he was going through his top 10 DS games. And this game, or a version of this game, made the list. And I was like, this is actually kind of cool. It's like, it's not Guitar Hero where it's all going up. It's all going to the side and going to go down, up, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, it's cool. It's nothing I would ever pay money for. <laughs> um, right, yeah. But yeah and there's like near tracks and final fantasy tracks and all that so yeah i don't know do you care not enough to spend money on it but again it's one of those games that if i could play for free i would definitely check it out yeah i love final fantasy music but i don't know uh rune factory 3 special is officially coming out next year there's also a new rune factory game in development now let's talk about this Switch Online is getting some N64 updates, including Pilot Wing 64, Mario Party 1, Mario Party 2, Mario Party 3, Pokemon Stadium 1, Pokemon Stadium 2, 1080 Snowboarding, yes, and Excite Bite 64. Also, Goldeneye is a quote unquote coming soon. It's also going to be available on Xbox, on Rare Replay, and Game Pass, but you can only play online on Switch. What the frick? Why? First of all, I love that there's like, hey, here's a whopping nine new games coming to Switch Online. By the end of and next they'll year. they'll all be out over the next year and a half. Like, Yeah. If they were all getting the golden eye treatment where you know, you're adding a little something to it, okay. But like, this should not take this long to do. I, 
I will never understand Nintendo's I agree. strategy with this Switch Online virtual console crap that they're trying to do. But yeah. So will you come over here and play Goldeneye 1v1 me uh, on my Xbox Series S? I will. What I'm curious about is I'm almost positive this came out because it was an N64 game. This was in the time where like you aimed, you moved the camera, whatever you want to call it, with the C buttons. And I'm hoping they've updated it. And it's not just like Mario All-Stars 2 or whatever that game was where it's like, now nah, here's the games. We didn't touch nothing. I'm hoping you can like move the camera and aim with the right <clears throat> stick and they're not going to make you like you can use like the YXBA buttons and place well, it the C button. Like it, if at they least do on, that, on Xbox, you can and it it's 4K 60. It's widescreen. Okay. So I don't know about the switch version because that looked like it was still 4.3. So I, I don't know. But yeah. I mean, I, I don't know that I've ever actually... No, I definitely played Goldeneye in college, but I was like, I have no idea what the hell... Like, I don't know what I'm doing. So, yeah. Uh, next up, Mario Strikers got... Uh, Mario Strikers Battle League got its second free update coming this month. Atelier Ryza 3 is coming out February 24th, 2023. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Wave 3 DLC is coming out this holiday. Uh, with two tracks. So we're never getting Mario Kart 9. Nope. I mean, at this point, Mario Kart is a live service, right? Basically, yeah. Switch Sports Golf has been delayed until this holiday season. I, I don't know what they're like. Yeah, I don't know at what point we all collectively became okay with this thing where they're like, whether it's Halo or Switch Sports or Mario Strikers, where they're like, eh, the game's not done yet, but... Street Fighter Five. Hey, let's go ahead and put it out now. We'll add the rest of it later on. Yeah, Street Fighter Five. Like, when did we just collect it? Like, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of torn on it. I think they've done a good job at just being like, hey, here's the game, and you get free stuff later on. It's like, no, this was supposed to be part of the game to begin with. I paid for the game. You just didn't give me the whole game yet. So I don't know. I'm kind of torn on it. And the fact that it's getting delayed, like, what are we doing? But I mean, I don't care. What are we doing? Also, oh my God, you should have been, you should have had this game ready to go when the Switch launched. Not yeah, one, yeah, two, this should Switch. have been a launch title. Thank you. Like, that. this is just, it, it boggles my mind. I'm boggled. But yeah. At least it's still coming. Uh, let's see. Pikmin 4 is coming 2023. Did you ever play Pikmin? Is it like I Lemmings I... or something? Maybe. So I played the previous one. I don't, I did, I did not care for it. It's, it's like you go around, you have all these little, I guess they're Pikmin and you like, collect like an art not an army but like a bunch of them and the more you have the more they can do they can like lift things and move things i don't know um i was very confused so i was playing uh last of us 
while this was on, I just had it on my phone and anytime I heard something, my ears would perk up. I'd look at it, whatever. But I know before Pikmin four was announced, they were talking about some like mobile game. Yes. And then they moved on. They said something like, and now the main event or something like that. And I'm like, Oh, are we at the end already? And so I pick up my phone and I'm watching. And then all of a sudden it's Pikmin. And I'm like, you guys are not closing this with Pikmin, right? And that luckily they did. I think they were just saying, yeah, there's all the Pikmin mobile stuff. And now here's the real Pikmin game. But like when I heard what they said, I'm like, I thought that was like their closer. And I'm like, A, this is really short. And B, Pikmin, really? This is what we're ending with? And I know right. people love Pikmin, but I'm like, come on. But yeah, luckily that was not the end. No, I agree. I, I think like, so they said this was going to be 40 minutes. I think it went 45 or 46, give or take. But yeah, when Pikmin 4, when he showed the shirt and everything, I was like, oh my God, is this is this it really? But it was not. Uh, Harvestella has a demo out now and your save data moves over to the full game. Another farming sim. Bayonetta 3 got a new trailer. There's a seven-minute gameplay trailer on the YouTubes right now. Uh, it's still coming out in October, so that's good. So, Sean, you got a chance in the uh, <clears throat> fantasy draft. Um, I just need it to get like a 20 out of 10. Yes. I'll be back in business. Resident Evil Village Cloud is out on Switch October 28th. The demo is out right now. Resident Evil 2, 3, and 7 Cloud versions are coming this year. I it's I don't care enough to actually do this, but I'm tempted to download just try it. I kind of want to see what this plays like, this whole cloud thing. Because if it's anything like I've harped on in the past, if it's anything like trying to stream a PS3 game on PS5, if it's that quality, I'm out. And so yeah. I don't know how these cloud games actually play, but it's it's hilarious that apparently the switch can't even play games that were on PS4. Like, right. Is the switch the equivalent of like PS3? Like yes. what? Without the it's cell. It's ridiculous yeah. that it's just so weird. Well, I don't know. I have not tried anything on cloud with switch the one thing I've heard was from Sam Claiborne who works at IGN and he's usually on game, uh, game scoop. Um, he tried Hitman three cloud on switch. And he said it was just like the most unplayable thing you've ever seen in your life. So really? Yeah. I don't have a lot of, I don't have a lot of hope for this, but Sifu is coming for switch at some point. I don't think we got a date, but it is coming. Um, so that's cool. Also, we got a release date for Crisis Core Reunion, December 13th. I think this looks freaking awesome. All I know about this is that it's Zach and Cloud and Sephiroth somehow, and they're on the same team. Like, I don't even know. I don't want to know. But, like, this looks really cool to me. It's basically a prequel. Right. But sense, why is yeah. Cloud? But how? Uh, but it's not like a time you bending thing. If you've played seven, the original, right. I would like to say it would make sense. Okay. But I've played seven, the original multiple times, and I still can't tell you how all that stuff resolves itself. I've okay. read the Wikipedia. 
page multiple times and I'll be like, oh, that's right. And then I always forget. And even when I have just read it, I'm still not entirely sure that my brain puts it all together. I don't know. That whole, like, I love that game and the overall story, but all of the, like, Cloud Sephiroth, Zach relationship stuff, I just I never seem to be able to remember how that all actually plays out but did you watch all did you watch all that video that i sent you no i didn't okay thanks um no problem check his um i'm hyped (laughs) for it like it's it's not like i'm not hyped for this like i am uh what's number two called rebirth i think like seven Uh, remake two yeah yeah so I'm not hyped like I am for that, but yeah, I'm excited for it. Uh, what I got next here. Radiant Silver Gun is out right now on Switch. This was a top-down vertical scrolling shooter made by Treasure who made... Gunstar Heroes. Yes, sir. So just because of that, I'm like, well, I feel like I should buy it just because. And I feel like, didn't we talk about on the podcast a few weeks ago that like Treasure was teasing something? They're, they were teasing some kind of like announcement or something. If this was it, I'm like, man, I thought we were going to get Guns that, Heroes 3. Yeah, that may be it. Yeah, but whatever. Um, it looks really good. Uh, Tales of Symphonia is getting remastered and it's coming out early 2023. It's also coming to PS4 and PS5. Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe is out February 24th, 2023. This is a remake of the Wii game. I will say this. I When I saw this, I saw Deluxe and I was like, oh, this must be a remake, but this looks awesome. This is what I want from Kirby. I don't want some stupid 3D platformer. Like, this is what I want from Kirby. This looks awesome to me. Did you know this was a Wii game? Do you care about playing it on Switch? I do not remember this on the Wii at all. I don't know how much this is a remaster as opposed to, I mean, a remake as opposed to just like a remaster. Right. I don't know what the original one was. I don't even remember its existence, but it did look fun. Yeah. And then we got to the show closer and I was on mute because I was on a three hour conference call this morning, but when this happened and I was not talking at the conference call, I was like, Oh, it's happening. So I turned up the volume and we officially got the reveal of the name for breath of wild two, which is now the legend of Zelda tears of the kingdom coming out May 12th, 2023. Um, I want, I want to want to play this game. I'm going to get it period the only 3d zelda i haven't played to this point i'm pretty sure is wind waker um we'll get to that here in a second um i just don't know like i want to know do we get do we still have breakable weapons do we still have four dungeons and that's it like i don't know what did you think about the trailer like my my non-cynical heart thought holy crap this looks freaking awesome but i don't i'm gonna get it day one because yeah i have to 
And I'm sure as it gets closer, my hype level will increase. But right now I'm just like, I wish this is probably the least excited I have been for a new Zelda game, not counting like the DS games. <laughs> yeah. Ever probably. I mean, going back at least to like the Game Boy color game, like this is the least excited I've been about a Zelda game that has come out on a system that I owned ever. And I hate that. I really want it to be good, but I'm just like, I see this and I'm like, this looks like Breath of the Wild. And everything that everybody says, as much as I hate it, about how Ragnarok is just God of War DLC, <laughs> looks the same, he gets in the boat the same way. That's crap. That's kind of oh how God. I feel about this. It's like, it looks identical. It's, as far as we know, on the same map, but now there's like a bunch of rocks and crap in the sky. And I'm like, okay, I didn't really care for the map. I mean, in the beginning I did, but in hindsight, yeah. Well, the, honestly, the map, the overall, the overworld map of Breath of the Wild was probably the best part of it. However, I didn't like that there was just nothing. And I get it. It's in the future. Everything's in ruins, whatever. But like, <clears throat> there's just a whole bunch of nothing. And now this is apparently going to be in that same world, but there's some stuff up in the sky you can also go to. But all that makes me think of, which is not good, is Skyward Sword. And when you're flying in like the overworld before you skydive down to the bottom, there's a bunch of little islands and stuff. And ooh, that one has a heart piece. And ooh, this one has a bug that you can catch with a net. And this guy, this one has a guy that you can talk to to get a thing to take to that other guy who gives you a thing that takes to that guy. And it's just like that kind of crap. I'm hoping there's more to the the sky world, whatever it is in this one, but I'm just, I'm not, I'm not that excited about it. And I know this is not a outlandish statement on this podcast, but in the grand scheme of things, hot take, I would 1 million percent rather have a new 2D Zelda game than this. Like, Link Between Worlds 2. I mean, maybe not because the spiritual successor to Link Between Worlds, I would so, 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 so much rather have that than... Freaking remake the Oracle games. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Just do the Oracle games in in like the the graphical style of uh, the the Link's Awakening game. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I'm still just seeing a new Legend of Zelda title you know, art, whatever. I was like, oh my God, I cannot wait. And then I'm like, hmm. But I'm still going to be fighting people with a friggin' stick and it's going to break. And then I'm going to get the Master Sword and that's going to break for 30 minutes or whatever it is. I don't know. Like, I just, I wish we knew more about this right now. Um, I'm guessing it's going to be the same. And we saw a little bit of it, like where you don't really have items. You've got your little tablet that does, like he's yeah. doing something with like the yellow thing where he's doing something and Well, and you could hear the sound like, too. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just going to be, all right, you can make little virtual bombs that explode. You can probably do your magnesis thing to like move things around. But I'm like, I want a boomerang. I want real bombs. I want a hook shot. I want some new item. Like every game has new items. I want, that that is zelda to me 
And maybe we'll still get it. Maybe we'll be surprised. But when I look at this game and it looks identical to the last one taking place basically in the same world, why has this taken six years? Yeah. Full, six years? It'll be six years? Yeah. Over six. Oh, God. It yeah. was 2017. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't, and I'm hoping, like, the math doesn't work out in my head. So I'm hoping they're going to throw a curveball. Like, they have to have changed some stuff. Yeah. But, like, this I, takes place after the last one. Yeah. Everything in the last one is already in ruins. So unless another hundred years have passed, and this is a different link, and civilization has come back and started building towns and whatever again. I'm like, it's just going to be another big empty world, but you can also go to the floating rocks in the sky. I don't know. But see, I, I think that's how not excited I am for this game. I think that's how they get around the barren world is having it be these different islands, whatever. I do wonder how this is going to be received because obviously when we play this game, it's going to be, we start with three hearts and one stamina meter and probably a friggin' stick, whatever. I wonder how that's because so many people have put hundreds. I didn't, but I probably put 80, 90 hours into the breath of wild. I wonder how it's going to be received when you, when you go from putting that many hours into one of the best-selling games of all time. It sold 30, 40 million, whatever it was. I, I can't remember. And now you have to start over. You're the same person in the same world. Again. Exactly. But all of a sudden, yeah, you lost everything you had. Like, I mean, I get it. It's a video game. That's how video right. games work. But like, I don't know. I feel like something's not, I don't know. Something just seems off. So to me, I think the name's cool, but again, like I said in Discord, we've been calling this Breath of Wild 2 for like two or three years now. Um, if they do somehow get rid of the breakable weapons and give us like eight to ten dungeons, if they somehow confirm that before this game is out, I'm in. Like, I'm in all the way. I don't care. I mean, about I think I'm in else. regardless, but well, like, I mean, I'm in. That would yeah. be that's what would save it for me. if the overworld is more or less the same, it's going to take, like you said, six, seven, eight real dungeons, not a bunch of little two minute long shrines. It's going to take something like that to really win me over. And like I said, I already know I'm probably going to get it day one, but there's also the thing of like, Hey, all those shrines that were down there, well, they're still there. If it's the same world, they're still there, but we're not right. going to go there. Right. But then how are you going to have a bunch of new dungeons? It's the same world we were already in. Where were those dungeons before? I, there's just a lot of things that don't seem to add up that either A, we're going to be pleasantly surprised, or B, it's just going to be written off as you're thinking too much about it. It's just a video game. Who cares? It's the same reason why you always play in Hyrule and it always looks different. Like, I get it. It's Zelda. You can just kind of write it off. So what do you think about but, tears of the kingdom? I don't know. It means nothing to me. I thought, <laughs> yes. Isn't this the thing they were saying? We're like, we don't yes. want to give away the name yet because yes. it's going to give away too much. So either a, they're full of it or B they changed the name because that doesn't tell us 
anything. All it means is um, they're Breath sad. of the Wild. That they're sad the because the, really the, the freaking rocks floated up. That that's what it means. They're sad because the rocks floated up and Hyrule is now in the sky. That's what I think it means. Right. Yeah. And Breath of the Wild meant nothing. In hindsight, it was just breath. I don't know. It's like a breath of fresh air. It's a new take on Zelda. It's just wild. It's just a big open world. Mm, Breath of the Wild. I don't know. Like, I don't think in previous Zelda games, like Twilight Princess, Skyward Sword, Ocarina of Time, these are all called, they're basically just like objects in the game. Right. It makes sense why you call the game that because that's why. Breath of the Wild meant nothing. I'm not entirely sure if this means anything. It probably doesn't. They're just like, well, it's a sequel to Breath of the Wild, so we got to call it something of the something. Of the something yeah. And they're just like, they just like, what's that called? Um, give me a verb. Give me an adjective. Mad Libs. It almost just yeah. seems like Mad Libs. They were just like blank of the blank. Uh, I don't know. Kingdom? Something of the kingdom? Tears? Does that sound good? Tears of the kingdom? Let's just go with that. Like, or tears. It could God. be tears. Who knows? Or tears. It could just be tearing yeah, the up kingdom the kingdom has been yeah. torn apart. Yeah. Oh, God. I will say, all that being said, I'm still going to get this game day one. So. Oh, yeah. Of course. Um, final thoughts. So the rumors were saying we were going to get Wind Waker on Switch, Twilight Princess on Switch, and we we're finally going to hear about Metroid Prime Remaster. We got none of those. Also, no Mario. Thank you for saying that in the Discord because I've been saying this forever. Like, it's been five freaking years since Odyssey came out. What the hell are they doing? I don't want any more Mario sports games. Like you said, I want a new 3D Mario. I want Super Mario Galaxy 3 or I want Super Mario Brothers 4. That's what I want. So, whew, yeah. I went to a place right there. What'd you think overall? I, 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 I thought it was a fine showcase. I'm glad we got the name for Zelda. We got some other cool announcements, but overall it was pretty much what I expected. Yeah, I don't know that I would say I'm disappointed. It's basically what I expected, which was a whole bunch of stuff that I don't care about. And so it's exact I mean, I wasn't disappointed. I got it played out exactly like I thought it would. And I never want I mean, I would have loved to see Wind Waker, Twilight, Metroid, whatever, like but there's no part of just me one that of even for a just second one. Yeah, no part of me ever expected that. I'm like, if it happens, great, I'll be over the moon. But there's no way I'm giving this even an ounce of my excitement. Like, I'm like, it's I, I don't trust Nintendo. <clears throat> I can't imagine if they were gonna do this, they would have already done it, at least with the Zelda stuff. Metroid Prime, I've gotta imagine that is still coming, but I'm like. I'm not holding they're my waiting for old. yeah they're they're waiting for four is what i have to assume yeah yeah like i said i thought it was fine all right so now speaking of underwhelming let's get to the sony state of play and i was too tired to put all this into the document so i'm gonna look at my phone uh sony led off the state of play with tekken 8 being announced looks cool i mean they teased this at evo Everybody assumed it was Tekken 8, but now Tekken 8 has officially been confirmed. Have you ever even played I've never Tekken? played. No, okay. I've never played Tekken. Maybe in a random arcade at right. some point. But like, if you said, hey, a new Tekken is out, I would have been like, what, Tekken 5? 
Tekken Sit? Like Tekken Eight? Are you kidding me? Like I had no idea there had been that many. But also, can we get virtual? <laughs> just give us Virtual Fighter Six. Um, yeah. And then they announced Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge Enhanced Edition for PSVR two. I was shocked. I really thought because I, I do this to myself every freaking time. I really thought they were going to announce half or uh yeah half-life alex psvr2 launch so i'm stupid i guess coming in 2023 yakuza ishin uh it's already been out in japan it's coming west to ps4 and ps5 in february of 2023 it looks like uh pacific drive is coming out in 2023 this was just I will say this. I, You didn't have your hopes up at all, right? For this freaking thing? No. This this is not... Can we get a showcase? Can we see something other than God of War? Like, I didn't want to see... Like, I love God of War. I cannot wait to play it. But we need something... I can't wait, but yeah, like... They basically announced Last of Us 1, and then it came out. And that's it? They announced God of War, what, two years ago? three years ago i don't know when i mean you know ragnarok but like derek i just i've got to imagine i've got to imagine there's more horizon i mean besides call of the mountain or they gotta have dlc like, coming yeah we'll get more horizon coming we'll get probably ghost two at some point we'll probably get last of us three but like after god of war okay we know we've got spider-man coming in a while and wolverine, wolverine coming a while Even later. after that yeah. but other than that like what, what are we doing so yeah. yeah uh derek said before i go god of war is the last modern game i'm interested in and then i'm tapping out i'm i'm kind of like that too uh playstation stars loyalty program we got a sneak peek at the digital collectibles because we really need this in a state of play then we got a game called Sinduality. It's a shooter. Then we got Project Eve, which has now been renamed to Stellar Blade. It is coming out in 2023. Are you excited, Sean? I don't remember what that one was. Okay. Uh, Rise of the Ronin from Team Ninja is coming out in 2024. But hey, cool. God of War Ragnarok is getting a new, cool DualSense controller. I like it. I don't but know what is the get, bear and like, the wolf? Like I know I'm sure it makes sense when you play, but but like I get it with Atreus and everything. I I get one side of it, but the bear like he's just <laughs> I get it, I guess, but like like if I if PlayStation ever did a controller studio thing, that's probably what I would make. Like I love that color scheme, the blue and the white like I think it looks awesome. I don't know that I'm going to get it because I really don't need a third controller, but I like it. It looks, it looks pretty sweet. No, I agree. Um, This state of play was pretty much what I expected when they call it a state of play and not a showcase. I'm like, okay, you're not getting metal gear. You're not getting silent Hill. You're not getting Castlevania. You're not getting, you know, factions. You're not getting any of that stuff that PlayStation fans would want. 
you're going to get a bunch of random stuff, which is we didn't what even we got. see Final Fantasy 16, which no. I kind of figured we I, would. But well, I assume we were going to get another freaking Forspoken trailer just because. Um, I thought this was very underwhelming, but also not surprising in the least. Yeah, I kind of feel about it like I felt about the Nintendo thing. I, I wasn't expecting was much from State of Play. I was expecting even less when I heard it was only 10 games in only 20 minutes. I'm like, all right, if there's anything that crazy that's getting announced, they're probably going to spend more than two minutes on it. I don't know. I'm like, I, I don't really expect much, and that's exactly what I got. <sighs> well, Yeah. No showcase. I mean, do we both agree at this point that we should just not be expecting another showcase from Sony? I I don't well, I mean, again, I'm not holding my breath. I would think we'd get one by the end of the year, but I don't know. Maybe not. I mean, last year they did a they did a showcase in September and now we got this. So, yeah. Next up, Sean, when it comes to showcases, Ubisoft had their Ubisoft Forward event, and it was very focused on Assassin's Creed. Several new games in the Assassin's Creed series were announced, as well as the formal unveiling of Assassin's Creed Mirage, a new smaller adventure launching next year. Uh, Mario Plus Rabbids, that they also announced uh, Codename Red, which is set in Japan, and Codename Hex as upcoming Assassin's Creed's games. Um, also, they talked about Infinity, Assassin's Creed Infinity, and how they're going to have standalone multiplayer experiences and all that. But yeah, uh, Mario Plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope got a new teaser trailer talking about how the Rabbids are coming after the game releases on October 20th. We got new trailers for Skull and Bones. The long and development pirate game showed off the war of the Indian Ocean between the pirates and the corporations. They're proud to see. What corporations were proud? What was there corporations back then? What are we talking about? What the hell is that even talking about? Corporations were prowling the seas back in like the freaking 1300s. Um, Just Dance 2023 edition uh is coming of course it's not coming to uh, to uh the wii which is crazy uh rainbow six mobile the free-to-play tactical shooters entering closed beta and select territories beginning september 12th blah 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 uh they also showed uh some new details on the future of division the division year five is currently in development and division heartland also received a new trailer Showing off the game's location, the free-to-play survival shooter is set in Silver Creek, a small town in Middle America. The crew, too, will introduce new ice tracks as part of its sixth season, which begin, begins actually yesterday. Uh, and also in col collaboration with Konami, Ubisoft announced that Simon Belmont and Alucard will be joining Brawlhalla as playable characters on October 19th. Can I say, Sean... This is why I miss E3. Ubisoft announced four freaking, three or four freaking Assassin's Creed games. 
And that's it. Two of them have code names. They also announced that they're going to do standalone multiplayer games to connect to the new Assassin's Creed Infinity hub thing. This is exactly why I miss E3. This never, ever, ever, and I'm so glad I did not watch this. This never should have been, like, Assassin's Creed Mirage, now that I've seen trailers and stuff, it does actually look pretty cool, especially only for 50 bucks. This never should have been a quote-unquote showcase. This whole thing was a joke. What do you think? I mean, I didn't watch either, and then I basically saw, okay, it's a bunch of Assassin's Creed games. Okay, cool. Wake me up when you have something to show. I mean, we know they're working on the uh, the Splinter Cell remake, but like they're not going to show anything for two years or something. Also, all this talk about online stuff and everything, I'm like, man, Ubisoft is going to screw this up. I, I know there was reports from a uh, from Grub that were getting, you know, assassins or not assassins, uh, what's it called? Immortals, like the spiritual, like not a real sequel, but we're getting something set in Polynesian culture and everything. Um, I don't think that game ever comes out. I think they're going all in on yeah. mobile and games as a service, and I hate it. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't even know that I believe that Splinter Cell Remake's actually going to come out. I'm not saying it's not going to, but that's another one that I'm like, I'll believe it when I see it. Right. All right. Last item on the news list, PlayStation has said that Xbox's offer to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation was quote-unquote inadequate. Earlier this week, this comes from Push Square, Microsoft bigwig Phil Spencer publicly revealed that the company had provided a quote, signed agreement to Sony that would guarantee Call of Duty remains on PlayStation consoles for several more years beyond the Japanese giant's current marketing agreement with Activision Blizzard. It was at that time assumed that PlayStation, that the PlayStation maker had signed, but Sony suit Jim Ryan has bitten back, describing the offer as inadequate. In a popcorn-inducing statement to GamesIndustry.biz, the ex- the executive explained that quote that he quote hadn't intended to comment and what I understood to be a private business discussion, but he feels the need to set the record straight because Phil Spencer brought this into the public forum, end quote. He said, quote, Microsoft has only offered for Call of Duty to remain on PlayStation for three years after the current agreement between Activision and Sony ends. After almost 20 years of Call of Duty on PlayStation, their proposal was inadequate on many levels and failed to take account on the impact of our gamers. We want to guarantee PlayStation gamers. I, I just, I'm picturing Jim Ryan saying gamers, and I just picture him with a friggin' controller. Uh, continue to have the quiet, highest quality Call of Duty experience, and Microsoft's proposal undermines this principle, end quote. Um, I think we can just touch on this real quick. I am not a Microsoft fan, as everyone knows. But I kind of feel that I kind of feel like Sony and Jim Ryan are being whiny little bitches. I'm so sick of hearing about this. I don't I understand. Know. Like, 
A, Xbox owes Sony nothing. Yep. For Sony, you just sit there and be like, that is inadequate. If I was Xbox, I'd be like, oh, really? Okay. Well, then it's, we don't even get your three years. It's exclusive from you now get, on. You get like, 24. So the, the current deal is supposed right. to end in 24, and that's all you get. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. And, like, yeah, I'm a Sony fanboy, whatever. But, like, hello, <laughs> we've got Last of Us, God of War, Horizon. We have so many games that are exclusive to Sony, and I'm thankful for it. But, like, why is this such a big deal? And I get it. It's Call of Duty. It's a different realm. Like, I get it. But, like, shut up. It's like they're just acting like two spoiled children and i'm just i'm sick of hearing about it at this point yeah. just like i don't know i don't i do not get it it's like i honestly if i'm being if i'm being honest like i want to take playstation's side and i mm-hmm. get what they're saying but like holy crap like they're 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 telling you that until 2027 you can have call of duty for a franchise that they completely own they're not asking you to put freaking god of war on microsoft like on xbox you know what i mean like i don't like i i get it because it was an acquisition and everything but like well you know sony's got Spider-Man. Well, we found a few months ago that Microsoft could have had him. I get that. And then Sony bought Insomniac. Insomniac has made games for Xbox, whatever. I don't know. I'm just... there. I think the only difference is... And I really feel like I'm... I'm reaching here, but like... Yeah, it's an acquisition of, obviously, an existing studio... And it's all about an existing IP. One IP. Yeah. One IP. One very big IP. But like, and I know that Insomniac existed before they were owned by Sony. I get it. But like, well, I don't, I guess I don't know. I was going to say when when Sony bought Insomniac was... That was before Spider-Man. No, they bought him after. Oh, okay. But but they I mean, signed if, the, if they, they signed bought... a deal to make Spider-Man. But before that, they they made freaking Jet Set Radio, whatever the hell that game was called. No, Sunset Overdrive. Yeah. I, I went way too far back in my in my <laughs> mind bank. But yeah, they made Sunset Overdrive as a Microsoft exclusive. So yeah, I don't know. I guess if. Like Sony's knocking their first party games out of the park. Yeah. Hands down, no debate. I think this, like, I, I don't think there's an argument to be made. Like, well, why doesn't The Last of Us come to Xbox? Why doesn't Horizon come to Xbox? Why doesn't God of War come to Xbox? I think that's stupid. We own them. They made these games. Right. They're ours. But if Sony went out and bought Square Enix and said, from now on, Final Fantasy is only coming to Sony or to PlayStation. Okay. 
I think that's a little weird. So that's the one thing I can at least kind of sort of get behind in all this bickering is, yeah, if you buy a studio that already has an existing IP and then you say, well, that's only on my system now, eh, that's kind of messed up versus just developing you know, these studios from the ground up and coming up with new IPs and stuff. I do think there is a little bit of a difference, but this is very pot meat kettle. So no, I, I agree. I think the whole, like I, I get why Sony is pissed and I get why they're saying these things because I mean, we're talking about a $70 billion deal. Like, this is unheard of. Like, so I get that. But also, like, let them buy Call of Duty. Let them go have it over there and do Game Pass and make no money at all. You got people on Game Pass. Cool. 10 bucks a month. Okay. Yeah. Call of Duty takes $200 million every year to make. Okay. How's that going to work for you? Like, when does Microsoft, you know, like big Microsoft say, you know what we we're we're done. We we can't do this anymore. We're we're out. It's it's your Sony. You know, like and I just can't imagine there's that many people that don't already have an Xbox series or at least an Xbox One that don't already have Game Pass or that don't have the system that they're now going to buy so that they can sign up for Game Pass because of this acquisition. Why would you have an Xbox and not have Game Pass? I don't understand. Does I mean, this I do. yeah. acquisition really sell that many more subscriptions to Game Pass? Like, I don't know that it does. And I certainly don't think it yeah. sells enough more to fund to make these games. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. There's no way. Maybe like if you have an Xbox and you don't have Game Pass you're kind of dumb. I, I don't even know what to tell you. Like, I don't know why you would have, no, you're not dumb. Sorry. That was wrong. If you have an Xbox and you don't have game pass, I don't know why you have an Xbox because you don't have yeah. any good games that are first party exclusives there. The only reason you would get it. The reason I have one is for game pass. So when Starfield finally comes out and call of duty in the future and whatever, like, yeah, I I just don't know why. Yeah, I, I think both companies look bad at this point. I I do think the Activision acquisition goes through, but I don't know. Yeah, <sighs> Jim Ryan. Hey gamers, this is how I hold my. My dual sense. All right, Sean, let's run through the wrap up. The studio head of 343, Bonnie Ross, has left after 15 years of working on Halo and the leadership has been restructured. Um, This was a weird one because it seems like a lot of people are saying this is a really good thing to get her out of there. But also she said she had health issues and family issues or something. So I don't know. Um, hopefully Halo Infinite can be saved. Amy Hennig revealed her untitled to this point Captain America and Black Panther game at D23. 
Apparently, it's set in World War II. You can also play as a U.S. soldier and the leader of the Wakandan spy network. I have high hopes for this, but I don't know what Skydance yeah. is actually capable of. So, yeah. I dig it, but I mean, yeah. Who knows what this game's going to end up being? Right. But I think it, I mean, it should be awesome. I just want, I know it's not literally going to be Chris Evans, but I don't want this Joker from the Square Enix Avengers. Avengers like, he just yeah. looks like such a turd. Like, give us a good Captain America. I know it can't be Chris Evans, but like, God, give us a good Captain America, please. I agree. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 is only going to be getting one major expansion, which is called Phantom Liberty. And apparently they're working on a new Cyberpunk game after that comes out. CD Projekt Red also said that their new Witcher saga is expected to include more than one game. I still don't care about this company. So Witcher 3, I think, just the two hours or whatever I played with it was the most overrated game I've ever played. Um, Besides, uh, what was the game? The uh, Walking Sim. What the hell is it called? Gone Home. Yeah, that one. Um, Sony has unveiled their new PS5 gray camo color for accessories. I don't know if you like that. Cool, but yeah. How are you going to find your controller? You'll never see it again. Can't see me. Uh, Sony quietly released a new updated version of the PS5 Yankees one. Um, It's a little bit lighter, but then something happened with like the, the side plate. So it's actually not lighter, whatever, but it's got a new motherboard, a new and a new heat sink. Um, but apparently it runs the same. So whatever, uh, we've been talking or we talked a few weeks ago about the Xbox elite series two white controller. It was now officially revealed as the Xbox elite series two core, and it's only $129 and 99 cents in USD. Uh, apparently the reason it's cheaper than the other one is that it comes with less accessories. So, yeah. It doesn't come with a carrying case. Like, who's buying a controller and using it so many different places besides their house that they need a designated carrying case for it? I, I don't understand that. Like, I cannot wait. If I owned an Xbox and if I wanted the Elite controller, this is hands down the one I'm getting because why do I care about a carrying case right. for a controller? Well, but, it, it, it's a charging case too. Um, I cannot wait well, that's to true. see. I mean, I guess that's... no. I mean, I was being stupid, but I'm saying that that is one thing. But I cannot wait to see how expensive the stupid Dual Sense Edge is gonna is gonna be. It, it's gonna be a hundred. It's gonna be two hundred bucks. I'm I'm just calling. I think it's it right one fifty. Uh, yeah, I'll bet you a Coke that it's at least one eighty. Deal. Okay. Uh, Splatoon 3 apparently had the biggest Switch launch in Japan at 3.45 million units sold. What? Oh my god. I don't get it. It's like you you just put we could put a put we could put a game on Switch and it's gonna sell 10 million copies. <laughs> it's insane. 
uh, apparently Marvel Midnight Suns is actually coming out this year, according to 2K. Ridgeline Games, which was founded by the Halo co-creator Marcus Lado, not related to Jared or Joker, is working on a narrative-focused Battlefield game. Oh, my God. Judge hit two homers. Holy crap. He's up to 57. Wow. Uh, the Switch OLED is getting a Pokemon Scarlet and Violet special edition coming out November 4th. Happy birthday to me. Almost. I mean, I know my birthday. I'm just saying it's almost there. Uh, Call of Duty Warzone Mo- Mobile was officially announced and it's getting a reveal by the time this podcast goes live. Also, I just found this funny and also sad. Babylon's Fall is going to be unplayable and canceled after February 27th, 2023. You can no longer buy this game. Like there there's one dude playing it on steam. I think still, which I don't know how you play a live service game by yourself, but Oh my God. It's just so it's, I don't know how platinum games is still in business and square Enix, like, between this and Avengers, which I'm sure Avengers was a much bigger flop because they had to pay for that license. It's just nuts. Um, but I feel bad for the people that worked on this game. They just made a really, really shitty game. So, yeah. yeah. But that's it for episode 297. Thank you all so much for being here. We will be back next week. But until that time, Sean, go and take us out. Thank you for playing.